You're listening to the ESO Network, your station for all things geek. Welcome back to Earth Station Trek, a show where we trek from the early days on NBC to the future on Paramount Plus and everywhere in between. I'm Charles Kelso, and it's my privilege to introduce the Earth Station Trek crew, Keith Johnson. Gene Roddenberry is not spinning in his grave. <laughs> Alan Seiler. <laughs> Starfleet, get your Starfleet. <laughs> and Veronica Daschle. Hi. <laughs> and we're here tonight <laughs> to talk about the news that came out about Star Trek from San Diego Comic Con 2022. And we got a lot of it. Yeah. No kidding. Oh man. There was a there was a conspicuous absence of prodigy, but yeah. we got some really cool stuff from Star Trek Picard, Star Trek Lower Decks, and Star Trek Strange New Worlds. So where did we want to start? Well, Keith DS9. I, well, <laughs> I was gonna say, I think I think Chuck is like anxious to talk about Worf. <laughs> Worf. Man, I've been waiting for Worf for 20 years right i love Worf. yeah i mean i i started watching next gen when i was six years old and then he joined ds9 when i was what like 15 i mean nemesis was when i was 21 i i, I just i just love Worf. i watched him on tv for what uh 11 seasons yeah. plus the four movies plus that yeah. time his grandfather was in a movie <laughs> <laughs> i'm just really excited to see Worf, and i remember when all good things came out and bef before it was even released and the first image from it on t in TV guide, they had a picture of old wharf and I was like 12 <laughs> years old. I thought it was the coolest thing. And now uh, we got old wharf. I've been waiting for this since Picard came back and he looks amazing. Okay. Uh, we're, we're talking yeah. about Picard season three. That's yeah. right. So, yes. and they did a big, well, we've known the cast. We, they did a cast announcement months ago in a teaser trailer, but now they've done character reveals of all the cast members, all the main cast. Oh, Everybody oh looks God. really good. Yeah, they do. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I will say that true to form, LeVar Burton is not really aging. I mean, he's in his 60s, but he looks <laughs> really good. Yeah. And But Chuck, to you, uh, what you're saying, what I've seen pretty much on the internet is the focus is on how Worf looks because there's all this that that look and what does that mean about what he's doing and he looks mm -hmm. like the old warrior and yeah um, that's the one that I hear so many people talk about is that look yeah, yeah absolutely I mean forgive the language he looks badass yes he does mm -hmm. holy yes. he looks like that weathered yes battle beaten you know oh my gosh he just looks so amazing yeah so he's got. A sword on mm -hmm. on his back. Yep. Mm -hmm. The sword is made by the same guy who came up with the Batleth. Yep. Awesome. And we have been told that yes, we will see him using that on screen. <laughs> they better. Yes. <laughs> oh, I know exactly. And he's got a new sash. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Looks very very impressive. Yeah. It still has the House of Martok insignia on it. Right. Yeah. And oh, so I've seen yeah. some people complaining because they say, because there's, there's discrepancies about the way Klingons age. And they're saying he shouldn't look as old as he does. But eh, for one, Klingon aging has never been consistent. But also, he looks freaking amazing. Yes. So Absolutely. I love that shock white look of, uh, I mean, I, 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 I think he just looks great. And he looks like Worf. I mean, there were some, some concern that they wouldn't keep the original Klingon look. Right. Not the original right. Klingon, but the, 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 the Worf. The original Worf look. Right. Yeah. Classic yeah, Worf look. I mean, right. literally, no nobody wants him to come back looking like a Discovery Klingon. No. And that's not a criticism of them. But, that's um, not Worf. Yeah. Yeah. He, uh, he looks like Worf. It, it looks great. Hey, Alan, you mentioned the sword on his back. Yep. The the coolest location for a sword is on the back. I mean, there's all <laughs> kind of places you could wear a sword on your leg, on the side, on the hip, whatever. But on the back, that's the way to go with it. Yeah. <laughs> Villain or hero. That's right. <laughs> All right, so Elaine says, yes, LeVar looks good. Yep. You know it, sister. Matt says, D 
do we think including Brent Spiner might have spoiled how he's going to appear? Yes. Uh, yeah, um, 100%, because we, we well, we know he's not going to be Data. Yep. Right. And well, that, they killed Data again. Right. See, when we talked about this before, and I was yeah. sort of on the on the side of he's going to be Alton Sung <laughs> again. <laughs> but I was sort of on the side Good that he catch. would be Alton Sung again from Picard season one. But thinking more about it, man, I mean, mm. there is nobody out there who wants to see the entire <laughs> TNG cast re reunite with Alton Sung. Nope. Right. Uh, that seems so anticlimactic. Yeah, like you I got agree. Worf and Crusher and LaForge and hi, I'm Alton Sung, mad scientist. Nobody wants that. <laughs> no, no. I mean, I, I feel like maybe there's going to be some version of data, a hologram I from data or a, an AI. Some. I feel like there's going to be something. I agree. I'm sure there will be. But we know from that voice clip in the first teaser that he's doing something that isn't data. That's true. That is true. Yeah. So I think, probably in it, but I'm hoping that they have actual data of some sort. Mm. Randolph Kroom says, but don't Klingons have a longer lifespan than humans? That is true, but you know, true. there are plenty of humans who go gray way earlier right. in life than yeah. other people do. And so, you know, it's, and plus, I think Worf has just lived a harder life than a lot of other people. Right. I mean, sure. even amongst Klingons, you know, who all pretty much live rough lives. Yeah. I think that Worf has really had like not only the physical, but sort of like the emotional pressure mm -hmm. that maybe has, you know, physically aged him a little bit more than other Klingons might have. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. And also, I mean, yeah, by the time of Picard, he's how old Worf be? 70? Yeah, maybe thereabouts. Yeah, seventy or so, and I don't, yeah. I don't know how long the Klingons live. I know Kang and Kor and all those. Well, yeah, goodness, they were a hundred and <laughs> yeah. 140. I but, was going to say hundred and fifty is what I've always read yeah. in like role playing games and stuff like that. Hundred and fifty is sort of the expected. That makes span. sense. But yeah, my wife and I joke sometimes about some real life actors who look kind of old when they're young and then they never age. Yeah. Uh, if if you look at Samuel Jackson. When he was like 30, he kind of looks like he does now. He had what yeah. you call a young old man face or old young man face. And then he yeah. just kind of stopped aging. So I think it's, I think Worf looks fine. And I think like you oh, said, think, Al, but yeah. between Federation and all the other stuff he may have gone through. Um, and mm -hmm. for all you know, he's married a couple other women who've died because it seems to be his thing. Who knows what kind of stress <laughs> he got through. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> well, come I mean, on. They like you know, they put him on a wall that she die. Right. <laughs> and like see, Steve Martin was gray when he was like 25. Yeah. You know, like Absolutely. that's true. I, I mean, they, they could have just made Worf, have given Worf black hair and that would be fine because Klingons live for a long time. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. I mean, yeah. he looks amazing looks with yeah. that shock white hair. Mm -hmm. He looks awesome. He really does. For this being most likely the last time that we see the TNG folks on screen, I think this is the most powerful and most distinguished look they could have given him. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Right, I'll say too that I'm sorry. sorry. Go I was gonna say real quick that Frakes is looking great from that preview picture. He looks like he's mm -hmm. slimmed down quite a bit. Mm -hmm. He looks um he looks great. I mean uh, more like Riker even with sort of the, the the more slender looking face. Um so I'm I'm excited to see Riker as well. Interestingly Matt Sweatman says plus to me at least Riker looks considerably older <laughs> than Picard season one. Okay. Which I don't know. I mean, he does hang on, let me let me get that picture back up here. Well, you know, it's that whole thing about how people age differently. You remember the yeah, remember yeah. the joke? Remember the joke people always do how in the series they showed old Picard and then real life Patrick Stewart and old West older Wesley and real life um yeah. um and Will Wheaton. <laughs> they they yeah. neither one of them look like what they were projected to look like. <laughs> <Yeah>. Right. <laughs> so he does have a, a much more slender face. Now mm -hmm. These are like glamour shots, so right. you know they right. may be touched a little mm -hmm. bit. The bar Burton, I gotta say, the bar Burton looks pretty much like that. <laughs> I know that's true. Yeah. Well, so does Gates McFadden, and she—I mean, yeah. in the panels, she looks fantastic. Shoot! Oh man, yeah. Right. And of course, Jerry, Jerry Ryan is aging really well. I mean, she's in her fifties; she looks really good too. Oh yeah. Um, they all look great. I gotta yeah. say, um, one thing I don't know if I've mentioned much is I—I I 
actually stay away from a lot of spoilers. And so I don't follow a lot of stuff. I'll be honest until y'all told me just the other day, I didn't even know that Rafi and Seven were in, were going to be figured featured prominently, like in the cast mm-hmm. like that in this season. And I like it. I, I, that's kind of yeah. cool. I, I think the show, if done well, has potential to give everybody kind of the arc or the the level of um, seriousness and acting ability that they deserve. I saw an interview with Gates McFadden and Patrick Stewart, just the two of them talking to a reporter at Comic-Con. Yeah. And Gates yeah. McFadden said this was literally the best material that they've ever mm-hmm. had for pressure. Like, yeah. Wow. And that's that, that makes me, gives me hope. Yeah. I'm excited about that because I, I really feel like, you know, first of all, you know, whether it's the two women characters or whether it's the two caretaker characters, I felt like the TNG seven years never really got a handle on yeah. Crusher or Troy. Absolutely. Not to not to the depth that they may have other characters, you know. And so I'm really anxious to see what it is that they're doing with these characters mm-hmm. to have lured these actors. Not that it would have taken a lot to lure those actors back because especially Dorn. Well, no, I was just going to say, <laughs> especially um, Marina, because she, she was like, you know, when, uh, when TNG wrapped and they finished that first movie, because they went directly from one into the next mm-hmm. that they like basically had to tell her, Marina, you have to go home. We are tearing the sets down right now. <laughs> you have to yeah. go. And she was like, I don't want to leave. So she I was crying that, and stuff. I hear. Yeah. Yes. yeah. So, and, and in those interviews that Keith was talking about where uh, Patrick and Gates, Gates is saying, I mean, how long has it been? 40 years? I don't even know how much she loves being associated with Star Trek. Yeah. So, you know, I think that whatever it is that they're doing with these characters in season three, I'm really excited to see what it's going to be. Give these folks some meaty material to work with. Mm -hmm. I know that detractors of shows like, um, discovery and so forth throw the word woke around which i've come to hate personally <laughs> just like i i came to hate the term politically correct used improperly but i do think that gates and the marina the opportunities for them do showcase sometimes the need for a diversity behind the scenes because yeah. those shows are primarily primarily written by men and i do remember i saw some early treatments of Sirtis's character diana troy and diana troy in early treatments was written as a genius but that mm-hmm. never really came out other than the one time she played Data in chess or whatever, and she beat him. And <laughs> kind of, sort of, when she was on the Romulan ship as a spy, and yeah. then another episode, she was babbling about the um, the singularity that they use. Those yeah. are the only hints of that brilliance. And then, of course, we all know that um, Troy was frankly abused so much throughout the series and the movies, you know, with the, right. with the mental abuse and the physical yeah. abuse. And the episode today was on... On next generation, yeah. Well, yeah, there's that. (laughs) Yeah, and so I I hope they can redeem. And then in um in the next generation finale, she was dead in the alternate future, which is also a weird move. And then he left. It was what's the thing, the Bechtel test, and then you kind of a reverse Bechtel test, because then you had the men basically saying, "Oh well, she's dead, and we'll never get along again." So I'm really excited to see what happens for her. And I'm also excited because I remember Gates McFadden in that alternate future from All Good Things was a captain of a ship, of a medical mm-hmm. starship. I'd love to see something like that. I've read a lot of old science fiction that talks about medical starships, hospital ships and stuff. You don't see that a lot in science fiction. Yep. So there's mm-hmm. a lot of possibilities yep. here. Yeah. And Marina was fantastic in Picard <sighs> season one. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I think she has some of the best material that she's ever been given. Yeah, absolutely. I would love to see them for a whole season. I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. I Me want too. a I want a, a Rikers spinoff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. I mean, I don't care. I mean, if I'd be just... good with Justin's daughter. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Oh my gosh. Can we please see her in season three? Please, right? please, please. God, she was amazing. I will say that when I saw the trailer for Picard. It, one took me back. It gave me a good feeling. But also all of these actors, including Rafi and um, the, the woman who plays Rafi's name escapes me and Jerry Ryan. Everybody on the screen was just kind of like serious. You know, it's almost like you're seeing you're getting a stage full of Shakespearean actors. Yeah. And I instantly just felt, wow, this could be really good if they write to these people. Absolutely. Uh, so I'm, I'm looking forward to that. Everybody holds the stage. Everybody holds the screen in that cast. And I'm so looking forward to that. Yeah. 
Matt chimes in and says, they say Worf <laughs> is using that new weapon. Maybe he fights Riker for Troy. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> I'd be all for it, buddy. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, that'd be hilarious. Doctor Who is all about change. For almost 59 years, the show has gone through many regenerations. One thing always consistent is a sense of hope and wonder across all space and time. It's the dawn of a new era, and your friends at our station Who will be here to cover everything to come this year and beyond. Please rate and subscribe to our show wherever fine podcasts are found. All right. Well, we'll move on to uh, lower decks. DS Nine. <laughs> They're Let's going to freaking space. Oh, I'm sorry. Let's get Go one ahead. more shot just to look okay. at these yeah. glorious faces. And, and as you transition time. from that, uh, Charles, is uh, Will Wheaton not in Picard at all? Do we know? Did they say we, that? Sounds like the case. Not that we huh. know of, but I wouldn't rule it out. Exactly. Yeah. Now I mean, another we saw what thing. They did last season, so yeah. yeah. Another thing is they have said that um, there will be references, references mm-hmm. to um, Denise Crosby mm. with some of, I don't know what character. It might be Yar. It might be Selah. I don't know. I don't ah. know that she's in it. I yeah. certainly hope that she is in it in some way. But they yeah. say that there will be some callback to her. That would be great. It would be yeah. fantastic. So, Lower Decks season three. Oh. Awesome. First of all, that trailer is so amazing, but the best <laughs> part of that trailer. Oh, yes. yes. <laughs> they're going to freaking oh. Deep Space Nine. Yeah. Deep Space Nine, buddy. And they're go- it has been confirmed they are going inside mm-hmm. and yep. they are walking around the promenade and you will see some people in it yep that's right familiar, familiar faces. faces exactly yep. right oh so cork mourn yep cork and mourn are my main requirements yeah you i know, think go ahead sorry I, I think that i mean mourn is he, he's got to be sitting there you, you can't go in ds9 it. and but i think cork <laughs> would fit in really well with the lower decks characters yeah, yeah, they're on the promenade and you know that those guys love to hang out at a bar there's got to be cork <laughs> right and I'm hoping that there will also be an Odo keeping an eye on these people. <laughs> well, not when it's set, unless Odo's come back from the link. Well, this is, yeah. what, that four is or five true. years after DS9 ended? That. Yeah. Right. So they should true. be, yeah, four or five years after DS9 ended. I want to see if, uh, is Colonel Kira in command of the station? Oh, man. Yeah. Or didn't um, Ensign Rowe end up on the station at some point? In the books. Ah, is yeah, that con- yeah. that's not is that not official they, canon? Then? They don't have to follow the book. No, they they're, could. They, yeah, but I would love for Nog just to be seen in the background. Yeah, yes. I, yeah. I would love a little a little wink at Nog. Yeah. Right. Uh, I'm really looking forward. I'm really looking forward to it. I think the season looks looking fantastic. Yeah. Matt Sweatman chimes in and says, "I don't think they've managed to create so much lower decks buzz before." <laughs> yeah. I mean. DS9, and then also <laughs> the crossover. Right. Okay, hang on. Let me get to that because we got boom. Look at that. <laughs> Holy smokes. Yeah. And they hinted at either way that, that yep. they could be playing real world or the strange new worlds could be 2D. Yeah. So yep. I'm excited to see what's going to happen and I really hope they do both. Like there's a crossover of lower decks into strange new worlds and there's a strange new world crossover into lower decks. That's exactly what I'm thinking. That's mm. the way it sounded from the panel because they, they it sounded like um, at the very least uh, Mariner and Boimler will be in live action. Yeah. And I mean, Anson Mount made it sound like that Pike's going to be in 2d. Yeah. Really? Yes. Huh. I can't and wait they- to see the lower decks version of Pike's hair. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> and he they, was they all said that at the at SDCC as well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was so and funny. and uh Anson said that, 
you know, when they when they said this is what we're thinking of, this is what we're going to do. He mm-hmm. wasn't sure. But then they told him the idea behind it. And he was like, that is so clever. I am so on board. So, man, I'm looking forward to whatever it is. Mm hmm. But that just means more Lower Decks because we know we get 10 episodes of Lower Decks and now we get a, a, a bonus, a Lower Decks bonus on Strange right. Worlds. The more Lower Decks, the better it is for me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do we and think it'll me, be comedic or what? Yeah. how would the yeah. tone will be? Yeah, I, I can't imagine so. it wouldn't be. Yeah. yeah. I mean, but Lower Decks has done that. They, they, they're okay. I mean, I mean, Strange right. Worlds has done that. They're okay with doing the more comedic episodes as yeah. well. <laughs> Um, so I think the tone would probably be about like that um, episode you hated, Keith, or <laughs> <laughs> or the or the Spock Amok episode. I think it's sort yeah. of that, that tone. I think would work just fine. Yeah. Um, but to me, I mean, it's the it's the the two best of the modern Star Trek shows meeting. So I'm really excited about yes. that. Right on. Yes. Now and Elaine. The, oh, sorry. Go, sorry ahead. go ahead. No, no. I was going to say that all the stuff that was in the trailers and. Chuck, Chuck and I were, well, Chuck and I, Chuck was pausing it and Chuck pointing out all these things to me. And I was like, ah! you're back in lower decks now. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Elaine seems excited about animated space daddy. <laughs> Heck yeah. <laughs> and Randolph Kroom says, I like it when the actors dressed as their characters. Yeah. So they have appeared at a convention in full uniform. Yes. And, and complete with Boimler purple hair. So, <laughs> You know, it's it's not a stretch to have these people when they have taken taken it upon themselves to appear in, you know, live action as their characters at yeah. a convention. You know, they're yeah, I they're love ready. that too. Yeah, they're ready for it, obviously. Yeah. That that cast is like super Star Trek fans. Like uh-huh. a lot yeah. of the other cast are, are Star Trek fans, but mm-hmm. this is like super Star Trek fans, like the entire cast, basically. Well, also, I mean, dressing up in uniform as their characters is a novelty for them because they don't do that when they go to work. The the others will do that for 10 months out of the year. You don't want to put on your uniform and then go to a convention. You want to be in your street clothes. But for them, it's a fun thing to do to dress like their characters. Right. And they just, you know, in their pajamas, go into the recording booth and spend one week recording 10 episodes and they're done. Yeah. And not together. Yeah. So just exactly. being together is fun for them. Yeah. Right. So I mean, uh, good. I was going to say that, um, I mean, I just blanked on his name, but the Boimler actor said that he's never even met Jack Eugene Quaid. Cordero. Jack Quaid said he's never even met Eugene Cordero in person. Really? To this day. Yeah. Wow. Oh my gosh. <laughs> That's insane. <laughs> I know. Was that, was that primarily COVID related? Because of that, um, I I, yeah. I guess so. And and I mean, plus I the animation it. works. You don't. Well, during COVID, yeah. they for sure weren't recording together. Yeah. But yeah. just animation generally. I mean, you 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 don't often record everybody together. And they just haven't had any convention appearances together. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah and the ones guess, that they have had, he's not been there. Right. Yeah. yeah. I guess that's true because I know there's that that it's old school, and I know um, Brad Bird, who did The Incredibles and stuff, mm-hmm. always tried to get all his cast in the same studio to record right. together. So you know, some people at old school yeah. views think it's better, but I guess yeah. nowadays you know, that, you know, that just wouldn't happen. So I hadn't well, even thought about that. A lot of times it's done over Zoom. So, yeah. you know, oh, okay. and and at least for like um, some of the productions, the way they do it is that they ship equipment out to the actors and then mm-hmm. they just do a Zoom call. And they re- so they're not in a booth next to each other, but they're on Zoom and they see each other and they okay. react yeah. to each other that way. So. That's probably what they've done with this. Mm, okay. Um, when I was looking at the Lower Decks trailer, did you notice the, the, the scene where, um, where um, uh, she burst into the, um, I guess it's a dining hall where they're eating and she makes this big pronouncement and he says, you timed it and so forth. Yeah. Did you notice that? the Did you notice the hot sauce on the table? Yes. <laughs> yeah. You catch yourself catch white. white. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was funny. And they're funny at Cisco's. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. Cisco. Yeah. Was it Creole? Creole? Was it something like that? Yeah. Or, yeah that, that was very yeah. funny too. And I love their civilian costumes. I yes. love that they're just yeah. going all in on like the nineties <laughs> Trek civilian costumes. Yeah. Like their <laughs> outfits. <laughs> yeah. But it looked good. The, 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 the tra- oh, and I, I, you guys were mentioning D, D Space Nine on, on that Lower Decks trailer. Just before that, that this, that's that really brief moment where they're being chased by a Romulan ship. Yeah. That looks freaking phenomenal. That's, yes. Yeah. I, wow. I, I replayed that a couple of times. And um, 
it almost looked like it was photorealistic or something, but that was really an amazing did. shot. Yeah, they they their battle scene, their their battle stuff is just amazing. Some of the best yeah. battle scenes I've ever seen in Trek. Period. And at one point, they're flying a Delta flyer. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh oh, Tom Paris coming back. <laughs> oh, it's <laughs> only. <laughs> but you know who is coming back in some capacity is JG Hertzler's Martok. Yes, uh, that's right. We saw him. <laughs> and you know what? It looks to me because I was I kept pausing it, rewinding it, and things. They're they're playing this Klingon game, and it looks like he's on the monitor, which made me think of the old like um the old game that Gowron was in the VCR game. But it looks right. like they're playing a Klingon game, and General Martok is the character <laughs> leading him through the game, which is just hilarious. And that I don't know if awesome. you pause that, but Boimler has like they have like costume and stuff on, but Boimler has like the headpiece with the hair, <laughs> right. like half covering his hair. It was hilarious. Yeah, well, I missed so, that. Yeah, so you, you need to pause it, like, right as they're going, yeah! Yeah. Okay, apparently, I mean, yeah. I've, I've paused a lot in that trailer, but apparently <laughs> I missed that frame. <laughs> it, it just looks so much fun, and they just have so much fun making Star Trek, yeah. which is yeah. just great, because I have fun watching it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. exactly right. <laughs> Same here. And that's just uh, what a month from now. Even a little slightly, yeah. is it August twenty sixth? August twenty fifth. Yeah. Twenty fifth. Wow. Yep. Yeah. yeah. A month from now. Yeah. Yes. And then that's we're gonna be amazing. back on Star Trek all year. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the, the thing I'm yeah. most excited about from the trailer is the clown Klingons with batlets for hands. <laughs> exactly. I know. Oh, that was creepy. <laughs> I was yes. trying to talk her into cosplaying that. Because that would be an amazing <laughs> cosplay is to be a clown Klingon with bat left hands. I'm, I'm making uh, puppets. She wants to make puppets of them. Yes. Oh. Well, that's yeah. that's detailed for a puppet. Yeah. But you can yeah, do it. Any comments? Huh? Nope. Uh, any comments? Nope. We got oh, them all. Okay. Okay, great. Well, actually, well, there is one that we hadn't got to, and that is oh. uh, Matt Sweatman says, I'd love it if the Lower Decks characters commented on their live action look as if something was screwed up. Oh, I'm sure that's going to happen. <laughs> I I really, you know what? I want the, the two number ones to meet. Yep. Yeah. That would be hilarious because they're married in real life. And mm. I, I mean, it's just, but she's not number one now. Well, well, by the time they cross over, I'm sure she'll be back. Right. I hope so. Right. I don't think she's really going to be in jail. Not for long. No. And I love the bit where they're stealing the Cerritos. They're pulling a Star Trek four and yeah, baby, yeah. Star Trek three and three. stealing yeah. the Cerritos. Yep. yep. <laughs> oh, I'm loving it. And there was yeah. a brief, there was a brief scene where um, uh, you're just talking about the first officer. He rips his shirt off again for some yep. reason. Which <laughs> because why not? Exactly. And he's, and he's all glistening and like yeah. he shines. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah so trailer. I mean. So, you want to move on over to Strange New Worlds, aside from the Lower Decks crossover? Yeah. Because we could talk about that Lower Decks trailer all day. Yeah, we could. <laughs> well, we, we certainly should, and we have time. But yes, let's okay. jump over to the Strange New Worlds. Did you watch the, did you guys see the panel? No, I haven't watched it yet. Um, it was on Paul. Go ahead. Some of it, not all of it. Yeah, it was on Paul Wesley's birthday. Yeah. So. <laughs> Uh, Christina Chong led the audience in singing to him, and then he was sort of laughing it off and saying, "He, I, I made her promise that she wouldn't do that, and she did it anyway." And then they brought out a cake. They had a Star Trek cake for him. At the panel. I thought that yeah. was pretty cool. Oh, yeah. yeah. Speaking of the panel, did you? I'm sure you did notice Ethan's shirt. Oh yes, his shirt. Yes, it yes. says. <laughs> I thought this was brilliant. It says. My species initiated first contact, and all I got was this lousy T-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> that is genius. Yeah, I really hope we're going to see some Vulcans walking around Dragon Con with that T-shirt, and I'll. I mean, all oh. they need is the Vulcan ears and the shirt, and yeah, yeah. Go. Oh, that's a great, That'd be perfect idea. costume. Yeah, I could pull that off. I mean, I'm not yeah. a costumer, you know. So, <laughs> but that's easy. Yeah. Ears on yeah. and wear a T-shirt, which I'm going to wear anyway. Yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. I love it. Cosplay Ethan Peck. <laughs> <laughs> I can't pull off Ethan Peck. <laughs> Isn't that the truth? Funny, not oh, me. man. Not me. Uh, yeah. And then Paul Wesley was talking in the panel that, um, I mean, he's making a point of the fact that the Kirk you saw in season one 
mm-hmm. was an alternate universe Kirk. Right. And now he's going back to play younger Kirk. And I mean, yeah. it, it sounds to me like he's very aware of, I mean, there's a, there's a, there's people on the internet who didn't care for his Kirk. Yeah. And yeah. Um, yeah. Make there was no a bones sizable. about that. Yeah. yeah. There was a sizable That's amount true. of criticism on his Kirk. Right. So he was making it clear that we're not the alternate universe Kirk anymore. It's he's playing younger Kirk. It's going to be more right. fun. Um, he seemed to be, to me, it seemed like he was stressing that. Yeah. I, yeah, I'm sure he is. And and, you know, I think that you, and I know that they did it for the story purposes, but I feel like it was really a disservice to him to start him out as yeah. an alt Kirk and not the way that he will be playing the character for real Z's, you know? Right. Yeah. That's kind of a shame yeah. that he and had to take all that flack. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and okay. he's doing a good job. I mean, I he yeah. like I said, I said before he I, I, I he didn't really jive with me yet as Kirk, but it's not the first time that's happened. That um, I don't think he's doing a poor job at all, and so I hope people. Yeah, I think overall he did, he was doing a good, great job. I I really enjoyed his alternate portrayal of Kirk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, Matt is asking: Does James Kirk become a part of the crew? If not, will it feel shoehorned if he's a regular? I don't think he's going to be either of those things. I don't think he'll be crew or regular. Mm-mm. No. And he said that he's a lieutenant on the Farragut, which makes sense for where Kirk is. Right. And right. the 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 set photos we've seen uh, were him with running around with uh, Christina Chong, who yeah. we know is not on the ship. So I mean, he I mean he could very well be in several episodes and not even meet exactly. the Enterprise crew yet. Exactly. Uh, yeah. So I mean, we we don't really know. I mean, I, yeah. I don't think he's going to come on board and be the new helmsman or anything. No, I don't. <laughs> that would so. be a little silly. So. But no. um, wouldn't that be interesting to have him and Sam serve on a ship together? Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> it would. <laughs> yeah. I'm uh, looking forward to, to season two of Lower Decks. Did they give us any more indication of what to expect? To sort you mean of... these Strange New Worlds? Oh, Strange New Worlds. They're all running together, man. I can't keep them straight. <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like we didn't really get a whole lot of any kind yeah. of concrete stuff to go on for Strange New Worlds other yeah. than right. the crossover. That's really the only mm-hmm. big reveal that we got for that. You're right. Yeah. 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 Which I'm glad. Um, I, I don't want to know too much this early. Yeah, because you know? no. we, we just finished the first season. <laughs> right. Yeah. And, I mean, and based on the production timeline we know of, it's likely that we're going to get Lower Decks, more Prodigy, Picard before we even get to Strange exactly. Worlds. Now, we don't yeah. know that for sure, but yeah. they're, they're smart. They don't want to blow all of their promotional eggs mm-hmm. right now. You know, they're, they're oh, getting no. some stuff back. No, they got uh, a whole, Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I like to see the crew all together in person at a convention, though, having a good time, posing for pictures. Um, you know, the fans can get up and tell them how great they are. I love that. Right. <laughs> and I liked I like seeing the Strange New Worlds and the Lower Decks cast interacting with each other, you right. know, like like they're a family, you know, like they're mm-hmm. part of each other. And right. um, in one of the the uh, was it Entertainment Tonight, some one of the interviews. Uh, not the main stage, but one of the press interviews of the Strange New Worlds guys. Um, the girl asked, "Which one of you is the biggest, you know, trick nerd in the cast?" And they all said, "Anson." They're like all pointing. <laughs> yeah, really? He says, "But he says, you know, I, I, I'll take that. I am, but I am nothing compared to Tawny Newsom." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. That's awesome. Yeah. So, and go ahead. I was going to say Matt Sweatman says, I feel they're keeping Strange New World Season 2 close to their chest. And yeah, because they've only really just finished shooting and they have a long post-production to go and it won't air until, you know, late later on next year. So, yeah, there's there's plenty of time for that to come later on. I agree, Matt, because I'm not sure to the the question you asked earlier. I'm not sure how much Kirk will be in there, how much Kirk should be in there. if what well, they try to do how much he should be in there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. For me, he should show up in like the last five minutes of the last episode. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> I, I maybe, maybe I wouldn't complain if they gave us the um, the cloud that eats blood episode that they always <laughs> talked about. I mean, yeah, I the dichrodium cloud creature. Yeah, right. yeah. Yep. Uh, I wouldn't right. mind something. Uh, and like I, to your point, I have no idea how much they're going to do with Una. How long is that storyline going to go? If it's a long time, but if it's one episode, kind of like spoilers yeah. for D.H. Stone, D- Julian Bashir, when you found out that he was genetically engineered, that was solved in one episode. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I don't know how that's going to go either. Yeah. I yeah, do hope I mean, that I, one is carried out a little bit, though. I mean, I don't yeah, want too. it to be the whole season or anything. I don't want her to right. be separate from the crew for the whole time. Mm-hmm. But I, I do want to 
have it, you know, be meaningful. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's a, I I don't know where the balance is because, Mm -hmm. yeah, there's, like I said, in a couple of the shows last year, I felt like the storyline dragged. They should have moved it along a little faster. But then in Strange New Worlds, there were some storylines that I felt moved too fast. So I feel like I'm just complaining all the time. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing makes this guy happy. But um, we're fans with a podcast, it's our jobs. Yep. (laughs) Right. I'm really looking forward to all the shows, though. I'm really jazzed about everything that they're showing. Yeah. 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 So one other thing that we got out of uh, whichever part of the panel it was is that there are definitely two new series in development as we speak. Um, I think it's, you know, probably safe to say that one of them is probably the Section 31 because that's Mm -hmm. been talked about forever. Yeah. So it's likely that that's one. Maybe. Maybe. I mean, exactly. I, I, that, that one seems to be a little bit further on the back burner every time they talk about it. Every time. Yeah. Like, it's yeah. still out there. We're just, it's over here now. Um, <laughs> right. I, mean, I remember someone asked about um, finding out what the DS9 characters yeah. are doing. And they seem to him and haw at that. They're like, hmm, how can we do this without spoiling? And I'm like, well, you just spoiled it right there. Yeah, well, and what he said, <laughs> and, I, and I posted this in our group. Was he said that Cisco's very important? It's not a direct quote, but Cisco is very important. It's important to right. the characters. I don't want to say more. I was like, man, do not tease me with Cisco. Because that's like the holy grail. That's like the most yeah. unlikely one to happen. And, and either any Cisco, you know what I mean? I mean, yeah. obviously, Captain Cisco would be the one I want to see the most, but I'd be happy with any of the Ciscos. Absolutely. You know? <laughs> um, um, Brock Peters is no longer. Alive, isn't that right? Or is he that's still alive? Yeah. yeah, he passed okay. away several years ago. Yeah, that's yeah. what I thought. That's so yeah. sad. I would, I mean, now that you know, I would love to have him at least voicing his character in Lower Deck since they're at his restaurant. Right. Oh, right. That would be so wonderful. My favorite couple of all the track for merit for many reasons are Benjamin and Cassidy. But Penny Johnson, I'm watching her over on the Orville. So yeah. yep. I don't know. And also, I don't know if y'all, I haven't read much, many of the books, but I have read like synopses of the books. And I will say that the, the crap that they t- put, the crap, in my opinion, the way they write Cisco and Cassidy's future after Deep Space Nine kind of sucks. Um, yeah. They go through a lot of marital, they go through issues. Uh, I think they ultimately resolve it, but ugh. It's yeah. not something that, you know, it's just one of those, like, oh, man, can anybody just stay together and be happy? Right, yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's well, not I mean, good storytelling. Thank you. Thank you. Staying <laughs> yeah. together and being happy does not create drama. <laughs> <laughs> but every now and then, I want that one couple, you know, that nuclear couple that stays together. Yeah. Yeah. But, but I agree. Yeah. I feel um, more invested in a, a couple and the characters when they're right. happy and when they're getting along and when they're, you know, united. Yeah. I, I love that. And it's funny, elsewhere. Yeah, I mean, you can have people. Yeah, all right, you can have conflict around, but I always kind of like to have at least one nuclear couple that 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 people can kind of look to. It's interesting, y'all are talking about. We're talking about Cisco, and earlier we were talking about um, Wesley Crusher. You have two time traveling beings whose futures we're wondering about because Wesley is a what is he? Is he he, what they call him a watcher now? Traveler. Yeah, traveler. traveler. Yeah. Yeah, so he's got those time-space problems, and then Cisco is part prophet. Then he, you know, at the end of the series, he uttered that, what was it, I'll see you tomorrow, I'll see you yesterday, or some kind of whatever thing yeah. like that. So yeah. he's got the powers, too, although I think we know that in the future he ends up back on the starship. And I've always got kinds of questions about what's up with that, because he's got That happened powers. in the books, but that's actually yeah. a good transition, because they also um, mm-hmm. announced a new comic series. Um, oh, okay. IDW, and they're starting uh-huh. over from Star Trek number one. They just, you know, they're they're building up to the number four hundred, and they're starting over yeah. again with Star Trek number one. And okay. this one is like a big crossover comic where Cisco mm-hmm. is back, and he's the captain of a ship called a the Theseus, I believe. Okay, and Crusher's there. I don't think it's in continuity because Crusher's there, Data's there. Uh-huh. Uh, basically, it's um, something's happening to all the gods in the Star Trek universe. And Cisco is on a mission to figure out what's going on. It's my understanding. Interesting. Yeah, that is interesting. Because yeah. we always have those sort of like random here and there God figures other than Q, who is a recurring thing. And it's yeah. interesting right. to, to build a storyline around these, you know, this, this group of characters. Yeah. 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 I'm more interested in Cisco. I mean, frankly, with the whole 
this the DS9 storyline than I am yeah. going off on a new adventure. I guess this it still involves his like role with the prophets right. and everything. Yeah. But okay. if, if Cisco were to come back, I want to see more of Bajor, the Cardassians, the Dominion. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Agreed. But you know what though? Um, and this is sort of cir- circling back a little bit, but on Twitter, Terry Metalis has been dropping little teasers and stuff yeah. and answering those questions. And he indicated that um in the books, Worf had become captain of the Enterprise, which I don't really care for. But <laughs> Well, because I mean, I, I like the idea that in Change of Heart, when Worf sacrificed his career to botch the mission and go back for Jadzia, I would right. like to see that lasting. I mean, I'm not going to be mad if he's right. a captain. He's got four pips, but I kind of like the idea that Worf is just never going to be a captain and is okay with that because he right. went back for Jadzia and made that choice. Right. But anyways, right. Um, but he, they indicate that he's on a different mission in when we find him in Picard season two or three, um, but it involves the Dominion in some way or May. Um, Interesting. So, I mean, that's that, based on the tease that Terry Metalis gave. Now, who knows? Maybe it's something tang- tangentially related to that. But uh, I would love it if it. I would, I would love to see a Jim Hadar. I know. I'll be honest. Oh. Or a, a Florida. I want to oh. see Wayun. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. So that that speaking of Wayun, um, I would really like to see Garrick on Lower Decks. I would love to see Garrick on every show. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Charles, I actually read today, and I think it might have been Terry Vitalis. I actually read today that they said that Worf is not a captain or hasn't been a captain, despite what people said they thought they saw on the pips that he had. Yeah, it looks in the uh, picture like he has four pips. But if he's not yeah. a captain, I'd be perfectly happy with it's that. It's corn. Yeah. It's corn. How <laughs> <laughs> there that. Right. <laughs> and he could be a captain, but not captain of a ship. True. Yeah. He could hold yeah. the rank, but be serving in some yeah. different way. Right. Right. Uh, Scotty did that. Right. Yeah. Um, Matt Sweatman is saying it being lower decks, they can probably get away with not explaining what happened at all. I was going to say the same thing to the DS9 characters, except mm-hmm. Boimler data dump in quick five second speech. Yeah. That's I mean, true. And, that's true. And <laughs> I was thinking that with Garrick, I think it'd be funny just to have him show up in random places. Right. And yes. um, like just show up on Discovery. No explanation. Right. No yeah. idea why he's there or how he got there. Just put him there for a scene and then leave. Yep. I would, love, I would it. love it. I would love it too if Boimler just walked into the wrong room and it was a briefing of the entire like current DS9 crew, Colonel Kier, and they all just look at him and he has to like back out and they don't yeah. even say anything. Yeah. It's just like it could be Kira and Nog and yeah. <laughs> whomever else around the table, like just so we can see that they're all there. Yeah. That exactly. would be brilliant. Uh, <laughs> oh, amazing. Amazing. All right. So what else do we have from the weekend? Anything else? Well, um, I mean, Keith sort of alluded to this. I was going to at least mention okay. Shatner's comments. Oh, yes. Let's do because it. Because that's been going around. Yeah, let's and, do it. And people have been using it as justification of Shatner trashes Kurtzman Trek and stuff like that. And then other people are saying, yeah. well, Gene didn't like Star Trek 2 or Star Trek 6. My thought is, I guess twofold. One, if if you believe that William Shatner has ever sat down to watch an episode of Star Trek that he wasn't in, then I have a bridge for sale that you may be interested in. Thank you. <laughs> but also, and this right. is not to despair Shatner, but he has had, he, I mean, he's kept himself working and visible in the entertainment industry for literally 70 years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I mean, I look today and his first IMDb credit is from 1951, God. which is the year my father was born. And he's been working all this time. Yeah. And so he knows how to keep himself in the public eye. Oh, yep. He knows he can go on a panel and say, Gene will be rolling in his grave and F Star Wars, and he's going to be trending for the next three months. Right. You know what I mean? Exactly. Um, That's all he has to do. Yeah. So, I mean, <laughs> I don't I, I don't put a lot of stock in it. I don't really hold it against him. I mean, he's 91 years old, and he's keeping himself out there. Um, but I don't right. believe that he's sitting down watching season two of Discovery saying, well, Gene wouldn't really approve of this. No, you know no. I mean, he's not. <laughs> no, but at the same time, he has been in space. He can say whatever he wants. That's true. That's true. <laughs> okay, so, uh, Keith, I'm not sure if you're aware that you are no longer on screen, even though we uh, can hear you. And Matt Sweatman oh. says, uh oh, Facebook police found Keith. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Let me work my magic. Hold on a second here. It's kind of oh, cool. You that. look like that. You look like that robot that Jeffrey Combs played, where you just like yes. a, a flashlight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Elaine said, okay. you know, I don't pay much attention How about now? to what Back? he says on Twitter. Yep. Back yeah. Back there. Right. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yes. 
So the whole turning over in the grave thing, huh? <laughs> right. Again, until Elaine's point, and I've, I've thought this a couple of times that there's no way William Shatner sits around tweeting all day. No, you know what oh, I mean. He's got no. he's got people no. that handle that, you know, um, which doesn't excuse him. He's it's still under his name, so he's ultimately if they say something terrible, he's responsible for it. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. yeah I, I don't think that William Shatner is sitting around watching Star Trek and tweeting about it all day. No. So do you think when he said what he said at, with Kevin Smith's interview was was he being? You think he was being one hundred percent serious? Or you think he was goofing? I think he was just keeping himself. I think he, I think he knew that he would say that and then it would be uh-huh. headlines for weeks, you know? Um, right. I mean, he, like I said, he's been, he's kept himself and, it, and it's not an industry that favors elderly people, but yeah. I mean, yeah. he's, I mean, he's been, he's been an older actor my entire life. You know, he was like <laughs> 50 when I was born, <laughs> you know? So, I mean, he knows what he's doing. Yeah. Yeah, I thought I thought so. I thought I thought it was a little. Uh, yeah, I thought it was a little bit of maybe he kind of. First off, you can feel that way because you're you're you know you're the first and and people like that you're always going to some people like that will always be kind of precious of the of that property. Yeah. So it's okay if he and it's actually okay if he feels like no Star Trek series ever compares to the original series yeah. because in some ways he's right. But I kind of agree <laughs> with you when, when he he was kind of like yeah this and that and Gene spinning. I, I had a lot of conversations with Gene and I bet he's spinning over in his grave. I think, not necessary. I think Gene would have spun over his grave for some things, but not everything. And, yeah. and Gene almost brought legal action to stop the movie that Shatner directed. <laughs> so I mean, <laughs> <laughs> right. good point. <laughs> yeah. So, okay. Matt Sweatman says Shatner argues with autism activists and Outlander fans all the time. I think it's just trolling. That's such a bizarre <laughs> pairing. Uh, that really is. Yeah. Well, I know that Shatner supports a charity, and I believe it's Autism Speaks, that uh-huh. uh, a lot of autism activists who say that the charity doesn't do good work. Oh, and so really? I don't, I'm not familiar enough with all the details of yeah. that to really comment on it, but I will Same say here. I don't think that Shatner is really running his own Twitter, but at the same time, I do think that he is responsible for what goes out under his name on Twitter, so 100%. I don't blame anybody for holding you know anything against him for that, yeah, yeah. you know? Right. 100%. Yeah. Right. Yeah. With with Shatner, you can never tell sometimes what's coming from a point of a place of just pure arrogance or Mm -hmm. sometimes where he's just kind of a cranky older man. Or as you say, sometimes where he knows what he's saying and he knows he's going to get a certain type of reaction. Because I mean, one thing he said in the interview with Kevin Smith was funny. They were they they started uh, they were joking about his age. And he was like he said something to the effect of, well, you know, I'm old. I could just die up here on stage. And then that was kind of funny. And Kevin Smith said, well, that would be great, sir, because you know, what a great place for you to die. Because it'd be, it was a paraphrase. It'd be great news. You know, Shatner dies on. Um, and so, right. yeah. And then they did a little riff at the end where they were they were kind of cursing each other and they were doing the, you know, the double whatever on you uh, voyage home. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And I'm sure there is some of that grumpy old man thing. There's some older Absolutely. actors that oh, yeah. become very obsessed with their legacy. Yeah. You know what I mean? And yes. like John Cleese is that way. Where John Cleese yeah. drives me nuts. John Cleese has turned into the kind of guy that John Cleese used to make fun of. Exactly. <laughs> you know, so like, really? but, but like, no one's coming after you, John Cleese. No one's upset about Faulty Towers and things like that. But he'll <laughs> still go on about cancel culture and things like that. Like, right. Dude, you're, you're 85 years old and rich and living in the Caribbean somewhere. Like, who cares? Yeah, you know? <laughs> uh, but I think Shatner has got some of that as well. Of, of Absolutely. Like, trying to make sure they don't get canceled before they get canceled, I guess, you know? Right. Right, right. George Takei has got some of that as well from his yeah. kind of his lingering resentments and things like that. Yeah, right. Yeah. Matt Sweatman is comparing Shatner's behavior to shit. My captain says, because <laughs> y'all remember, <laughs> yeah, he starred in that TV show, Shit My Dad Says, yeah, briefly, which co-starred Gene Smart, one of my favorite actresses oh. in the entire world. That's yeah. right. Then, yeah. then they did a movie together. What just a year or so ago, Shatner mm-hmm. and Gene Smart. Yeah, I just I, I seen that. I pretty much yeah. watch anything with Gene Smart in it. <laughs> so I didn't watch that show for Shatner. I watched it for Gene Smart. Shatner <laughs> was just a bonus. Yeah. Well, we've got about 10 minutes. Uh, what do we miss? Any, anything else you anybody wants to circle back to or final thoughts or what are you looking forward to? Um, I do have a question since there was not a, a whole Discovery presence. Have we, um, I guess, have we heard enough stuff with Discovery based in the weeks and months leading before this? Or do we know much of anything? The only thing I saw online, this is a couple of weeks ago, was um, Sonequa Martin-Green was responding to criticisms of Discovery. 
And it was one of those where she was at an, it was a whole thing. She was responding to the whole woke thing and the thing like that. And her response was pretty much as you expect. It was basically people have a right to their opinions, blah, blah, blah. She, she's not somebody that's going to wade into that kind of stuff. Oh, no. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But other than that, I haven't really seen a lot of Discovery or Prodigy news. And I, I haven't no. done all the full Comic Con coverage. So I didn't know if there's yeah. anything that was no. said about no. it. Even Wow. Nothing. Interesting. No. I mean, well, it's more interesting to me that there was nothing on Prodigy because it shouldn't be too long before we start getting the next yeah. set of Prodigy episodes. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and they've they've dropped some hints about. I mean, I guess the next um, ten episodes of Prodigy, they're sort of breaking them down into sort of ten episode chunks, you know, like the mm-hmm. little, yeah. little story arcs. And the mm-hmm. next one is involves Janeway heavily. Yeah, um, yeah, you know, sort of Janeway's after the Protostar. Yeah. And so it's like a lot of Janeway versus Janeway because you've got hologram yeah. Janeway and then you've got Admiral Janeway. And I'm really looking forward to that. So, yeah, I'll yeah. Be, I'll Same here. more of that. But, um, I, yeah, they, they don't want to they don't want to blow all their publicity this weekend. <laughs> you know, like, yeah, they, they got to stretch this kind of stuff out. These guys are smart. Oh, yeah. I mean, you've got Star Trek Day on September 8th. So yeah, I, exactly. I, would, I would expect Star Trek Day. We make it. Mm more of that kind of stuff yeah right. i think 100 we'll get so we'll have to do another one of these yeah. on september 9th to talk about all the stuff that came out on september 8th <laughs> right <laughs> that's not too far off that's just a few weeks well yeah. a month and a half ish um oh matt says marvel did marvel had a bunch of yeah, yeah. I'm glad that they else. don't do that though, because I mean, I I looked at that graphic of like the next 75 Marvel projects, <laughs> and kind of my eyes just gloss over. Yeah. You know what I mean? I I can't yeah. I can't plan for what I'm going to do summer of 2025 or, or no. whatever that thing went to. You know? Right? Yeah. 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 Exactly. Um. Did we want to comment at all about the? I mean, it wasn't really out of Comic Con, but there was the news just recently. They get they just announced a release date. For the next Star Trek movie. Oh yeah, that's right. But Which, then I saw Chris Pine being interviewed. I think it's at Comic Con, and he was like, "I'd love to hear something about it." I don't know. So, <laughs> so that's what I read too. They said that there was confusion after his statement. <laughs> yeah. well, it's another one of those things where the actors get blind. This is the second time with that same movie where the actors get blindsided by something coming out in the press that they've never heard anything about. Yeah, assuming it's that movie. I mean, did assuming. they confirm that it's a Kelvin verse movie? I, I don't thought know. so. I thought they had, but they may have. You might. Be but right. that may be press. You know, true. Yeah, confirming Making on their behalf. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Uh, I don't know. I mean, that that seems awful quick. I, but I, that's kind of possibly. what Paramount does, though. Paramount was like, "All right, great, let's do it and have it out by this date." And then yeah. they just like have to scramble to get it done. Um, <laughs> it just doesn't yeah, seem they, possible. But they've been doing that for forty years. <laughs> I, I don't know how they're gonna. Yeah, I don't know. If there's not a script written, if they haven't already started shooting, I don't. I, there, it can't be ready by next summer. I don't. I don't see. I how. just Unless don't see it. It's some project they're producing out of the TV department. Yeah. The, if if Secret Hideout is producing something because they've got a machine running, yeah, I would I know, love if they produced lower budget, not lower budget as in cheap, but I mean the I've said before, yeah. like the two part Discovery premiere was more epic than any Star Trek movie I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean that yeah. that you could do a film with the with the resources they have i don't know that they're doing this i would love if they did but i i don't know what it's going to be yeah i mean they've got that ar wall all they have to do is you know schedule lower i mean schedule strange new worlds on monday and tuesday the secret new movie wednesday and thursday get disco (laughs) in for a day on friday you could get it done you know what i would love if it was um if the movie was like a movie finale for the TNG crew to follow up the Picard season. I, I think oh that would be, gosh. I think that would be great. I don't I think that's what it that. is, but I would yeah. love that. Yeah, I can that go would with be that. Sweet. That would be yeah. really sweet. Yeah, I'm, they've got them all. Okay, so um, what are the chances, does any of us think, of them having gotten uh, Avery Brooks to do some kind of project somehow? And the other super unlikely one is Jolene Blaylock, mm. where she showed wasn't she there on Star Trek Day this past time, like last year? Okay. And so that like made the 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 speculation like, oh my God, they're gonna be doing something with T'Pol. Mm. Holy smokes, that would be I mean, that's a hundred percent speculation. Yeah. They could. I mean, T'Pol could just show up on Strange New Worlds. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know, Hold, and I, 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 I I think, I mean, I was, I was an interview with, um, 
I just blanked on Flox's name, his real life name, uh, Billingsley. John, Billing, John, yeah, Billingsley. John Billingsley. I kept wanting to say Peter Billingsley, and I was like, it's not the kid from Christmas Story. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, John Billingsley had said that they had reached out to him about yeah. coming back, but he didn't want to do the makeup. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think, I mean, I don't know exactly what Jill, I think Jolene just sort of got tired of doing it and is a mom and that kind of stuff. Um, I think she may be likelier than Avery Brooks. I think he seems like yeah. he's more over it, but I, I mean, if they had, if they had something good and it was like Ciroc was involved and they reached yeah. out to Avery, I mean, maybe he would consider it. I don't know. Or, I, I, you, who, who could predict what Avery Brooks is going to do? They, you're right. Cause we're talking about Shatner being sometimes cranky, a grumpy old man. Avery Brooks is literally just kind of out there. He's really what yep. you call like yeah. the artist. He's just different. So you're yeah. right. He, he could, I could see them going to him and he'll say, oh, fine. Or I could see him kind of cussing you out or I could see him playing a piano and you're in 20 minutes later. <laughs> go, did he say no? Yeah. <laughs> I 100% see that scenario playing out. Yeah. How about this? Boimler enters the wormhole and has a vision of Captain Cisco, and it's just Avery Brooks saying whatever he wants to say. And then Boimler comes out a changed man. I would be perfectly oh. happy with that. that would be oh, amazing. that would be incredible. Oh my gosh, that would be great. <laughs> All right, Chuck, write a script and submit it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> be like, hey, this is going to be in your next season. Just right. FYI. Yeah, that's how that works. <laughs> <laughs> But we're toward the end of the show and we start talking about that. And I've got to be honest, y'all start talking about that. It honestly just makes me wish I could bring everybody back. I'd love to see Enterprise come back. Uh, given, our given our interview with Jason Lee, um, I I would, my gosh, I could I could see them come back even as cartoons, the animated Enterprise folks. I mean, because I just, I just love all those folks. It'd be great yeah. to bring some of them back and see what happened to them. Yeah. And so that, that's one reason I'm really excited about Picard. You don't really get closure a lot of times with characters. Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah. So that would be that would be really cool. Yeah, I mean, there's there's definitely something to novel series carrying yeah. on and telling right. you a story about these characters and where they go down the road, and then right. a comic book series. But it's not the same as having the actors involved, absolutely, because you associate those characters so much with the actors that played them on screen, and mm -hmm. you know, and you just feel that sort of like that love for those for those yeah. characters because of the actors. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it may be strange, but do you know, in all of Tractum, what I'd like to see filmed most live is, and this is just how my mind works more than any track on all these 50 years and stuff. I would really like to see Voyagers return home after they got home. Yeah. Because mm -hmm. there was so much there. I mean, I know I read the stuff and I think they basically gave all the Maquia blanket pardon, but I would just like to yeah. see the stuff. And honestly, here we go, Jerry Ryan, you can plug her in. What happened to Seven where she ended up as a ranger all those years later? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, how does she fit in? It, it, there's so much stuff to see, and I just like this. I, I'd love to see that. The ending of Voyager was cool, but I'm always one of those people who likes to see the ending after the ending. Yeah. Like uh, everybody, everybody says the Lord of the Rings trilogy ended with way too many endings. I thought it was fine and perfect because of how the book went. Uh, I just yeah. love to see them welcome Janeway back and does she ever get back with her old love? I guess not. And right. <laughs> that would be my fantasy. Yep. Yeah. But we it. may get some of that. I mean, they've got, I mean, Prodigy is not set that many years after Voyager got back. And now we've That's got true. Chakotay involved. Chakotay. We've got Janeway involved. I keep putting my hand yeah. over like his face on the camera. We may get some, we can make it some of that. Yeah. 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 That'd be all right. All right. Any all closing right. thoughts before we wrap it? More Star Trek. <laughs> all right. Alan, where can people find more of you? Um, I've got another podcast. It's called Modern Musicology. We recorded this week's episode last night. It's all about songs that should have been singles that were never released as singles. And the my co-hosts are so intelligent about music. And this... Mm conversation went in directions that I never would have predicted. And it ended up being a really cool discussion and I can't wait for people to hear it. And then I've also got my little publishing company, cosmicpress.com, cosmicpress.com. And how about you, Keith? I'm on the standard social media, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, maybe another podcast someday, but that may be a long few weeks, months in the future. So <laughs> stay tuned. Awesome. 
And how about us, Veronica? Feltnerdy.com. And? Monkeying Around, a podcast about the monkeys. Yep, yep. And we're closing in on our um, the, the release of our interview with Ron McNeil from the Fab Four, which is really a lot of fun. That's so cool. Great. Yep. And then as far as Felt Nerdy goes, uh, we're getting ramped up for Dragon Con. We've got six weeks. Uh, we're prepping four shows. Ah. And a late night slam piece and panels, and we're we're gonna be busy. So we're we're about to be in Puppet Factory over here. So yep. follow Felt Nerdy, and you can see uh, updates and and that kind of stuff. And uh, me breathing breathing into a paper bag, that kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Veronica, do you have a closing for us? Yes. Oh, okay. She's prepared. Okay. <laughs> I thought of this like a minute ago. Okay. Oh. <laughs> okay. Okay, we're gonna start off quiet and then and then raise it really loud. Lower decks, 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 lower decks. Thank you for listening to Earth Station Trek. If you enjoyed the show, please subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. Give us a positive rating. You can also send us feedback at earthstationtrek at gmail.com. You can join in the fun on our Facebook group or follow us on Twitter. You can also visit us online at earthstationtrek.podbean.com. We'll see you next time. Live long and prosper. This has been a broadcast of the ESO Network. Be part of the crew and help support our shows by donating to our ESO Patreon or by shopping for the Tee Public Store, which can all be found at www.esonetwork.com. The ESO Network, your station for all things geek.